Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello, Baltimore. Goddamn, goddamn. Or Baltimore. How do you, I don't, Baltimore. Baltimore. I love y'all's accent. Baltimore. Baltimore. I'm working on it. I'm working on Obey. it. I just know that every time I've ever spoken to somebody from Baltimore, like black people from Baltimore, and I say Baltimore, they're like, Where? <laughs> Incorrect. In Maryland, where? Like Maryland. Merlin. Cute. It's Merlin. Merlin. Get it Merlin. together. Y'all literally y'all southern. Y'all like this close. Like my favorite American accent. I, I love swear it. to God. So hey, we're here. And it's our first time doing the read here. Shout out to everybody who's come to the DC shows. But we wanted to show y'all some love. I feel like my back is turned to y'all. Like, I need to get my. <laughs> well, it's I'm, all right. She's insured. You no. so crazy. Jesus, these shit's made oh out goodness. of granite. You told me my whole leg was out. It's not that heavy, bro. <laughs> you good? Jesus. Okay. Hey, y'all. How you feeling? Y'all out here? Well, um, well, thank you. Um, don't know how long we're going to be here, but I'm hoping that at some point we will get a chicken box and a half and half so that I can... Oh, my God. That was just raucous. Really, <laughs> Y'all meant know. that. Sunnies. 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 And what do we... It's called sunnies. a chicken box? And a half a half. Okay. Is that half tea, half lemonade? Yes. Okay. So Arnold Palmer. No. Okay, my bad. Oh my God. So it's How not- dare you? <laughs> you were just booed for that. <laughs> there he is, right there. He's over so, it. So what do y'all call it then? Half and half. But it has a okay, all right. Listen, fine. Whatever you want to call it, we'll get one. Listen. I said fine. <laughs> now you know that you got some stuff that y'all call some bullshit that ain't it. Because everybody That's why does. I'm leaving it alone. That's right. That's fine. It's caramel, damn it. Who the fuck is Arnold Palmer? Caramel is for white people in Twix commercials. It is caramel. I don't care. I do not care. 
There is literally another A. You just mad because right you say it the white the way. R. You say it's it the white right way. There. It's right so there. You're so mad about that. It's that like, second A. It's no, 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 no. You it, never heard a sign of that. How? But do that you, doesn't make do sense. Do you say knife? Sweetheart. No, sweetheart. you sure don't. Sweetheart. You don't say knife because Linda, 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 listen. It, but it's still there. It's just C- like that second A, a caramel. R. No. A. No. M-E-L. I mean, like, yes, it and is. you just ignore it. The A is literally like, A. Like, it's like, hey. It like, matter. That's it's fine. right there. We and do you that are just. All the time. Ignoring it's, it. It's rude. That is the English language. That A is just there for decoration. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. Incorrect. <laughs> I mean, you're mad, but that is. She is fine. not right, sweetheart. Don't get me to spin up in this bitch. She Woo. is wrong. Amen. And I you are enabling that. her because you see her in her goddamn Gabby Fresh bikinis and shit, bitch. <laughs> and now, yes, so now you want to just, because you know she's oh. wrong, she's still incorrect. False. I know this ain't coming from this nigga. Taking me, oh no, uh-uh. Bitch. Booty shorts on, no, don't, don't do me. Booty shorts on, legs crossed, taking Sweetheart. a picture of crotch. Sweetheart. Taking up Miami, Sweetheart. 90 degrees, dick. Sweetheart. Don't do me Sweetheart. ass popping in the waves, nigga. Sweetheart. You stay putting up thirst traps. Sweetheart. Pictures. You ain't got to turn to the Miss side. Bitch. Take no picture at the beach. Dear bitch. girl. But you be out here. Don't Sweet do me. Sweet peach Don't Miss do Girl. <laughs> I do not care. I wear bathing suits. To the goddamn beach. Whatever. That's what I do. Just because I don't have on no goddamn new era swimsuits below my motherfucking knees doesn't mean that I'm just out here for the girls to see my crack now. I Whatever. do post thirst traps right, and I'm proud That's of all them. I'm but at the same time, so don't bitch, come for me. I'm not so giving don't come you, for me when you I'm not giving you here I am in the living room in a bikini. What's That's on scandal tonight? <laughs> Bitch, like, you are dead set on hating like, on me for that. I don't know how I feel about my collarbone, y'all. Like, you know how motherfuckers be on Instagram with their whole ass out talking about like the weather, bitch. We know why you're here, girl. I'm it's giving fine. you environment. I'm giving you ambiance. Okay. I'm giving you nature, bitch, and a couple shots of ass, girl. Bitch, like, ain't no I think about my prior, and pictures. you're mad. Like, you you're lie. so it's mad fine, because I already see this whole ass summer that you and Asante and Dustin and I'm committed out, and I know that you're gonna be putting up your host shots all summer long so there'll be plenty of time for me to climb absolutely I don't even feel no type of way about that. fine this. but I'm just letting you know you're hating on me for that no I reason. see you you see me bitch. nigga I see you that's it no that's fine that's fine, because you know I can what? stand up in I my mess. This. I can stand up in my whole shit, bitch, because I'm not afraid of I'm nothing. I'm not denying that I, I put understand the condoms, up, but you ain't got no prep. To talk about nobody I else. understand abstinence, prayer. I know all, like, I got my shit together. There ain't nothing for me to be ashamed of, bitch. I just want for you to know right. that I see Don't you, bitch. I see you setting it out. Mm-hmm. It goes down in the DM. No, it doesn't. Sure does. I should have known if they would talk about Jesus, they would talk about me. Mm-hmm. I should have known. Girl, Bible, bye. You was born to hate. It's fine. Girl, and I live to love. Look at you. Get into that. You are still going. Do we have a show to do? Because at the end of the day. Are you serious? I hate black people.
just so you are know. You, are you done? So, <laughs> six. Oh, this is apparently also going to be the episode tomorrow, so. Yes. Say hi. So when you ask your questions, pick out your fake names now. Don't be revealing all these extra details. Or do it. Fuck it. Be a rebel. Um, Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. So six sad worlds. My God. I just. Pretty bad. Oh. Oh, yeah. Damn. Y'all got us together. <laughs> so the Black Excellence this week is going to be um, y'all. And um, and all five seasons of The Wire. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Except for the second Felicia season. Pearson. Is she here? Ooh, they should've... could get the second season up out my face. You watched all of The Wire? Bitch, hell, that's the greatest show to ever grace television, bitch. Are you kidding me? I had to watch like through my fingers because The Wire scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry. The Wire and then was everybody was like, it's based on real life. Like... And I was like, oh, shit. All right, then. Baltimore gets real. It was like, like only sort of kind of fiction. Like, it was yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like it was all based on actual ass niggas. Like, 
Probably. It was just so for real. Anyway, so that's the black excellence because I literally didn't have one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But these are also black and excellent. Um, So. What is this? I just don't. All right. Should I start with good news or bad news? Bad. Most of it's bad. Okay, fine. Oh, oh, I am uh, Riley Curry's death stare. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> that little girl, she been here twice. And I am Sky Jackson. <laughs> because we share similar values. Both young ladies who get it. <laughs> And aren't afraid to let you know they They're get just it. in tune. Um, okay. So let's start. Oh God, I'm already tired. Um so someone at the Billboard Music Awards apparently got in touch with Madonna. This was almost my read. <laughs> almost. You honest? You can No. It was almost, but I picked something else. So, apparently, Madonna will be at the Billboard Music Awards. (laughs) 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 Yikes. She will be at the Billboard Music Awards uh, performing a tribute to Prince. No. Does anybody want to see this? Now, I just want to say, right, like, please keep in mind that I had no plans to watch the Billboard Music Awards. You just won't fool me again, bitch. Like, this, you're just not... You're never good. You're not going to get any of my views, live tweets, none of it. I'm not doing it. This is the same exact uh, fuck center that gave Taylor Swift that award. All right. Over Michael Joseph, the legendary Jackson. You're never going to get over that. It was like Artist of the Millennium or something. It's like... It was something crazy. No, I think it was Artist of the Year, but it was the year Um, he died. Like, bitch, nobody was talking about anybody but Michael fucking Jackson. They bought all his albums again, like 15 times over. Everybody was like, what's your favorite song? Everybody, that was my goddamn favorite song. They were introducing it to the babies. Everybody was teaching every like, Chris Brown is falling. Everybody was talking about Michael Jackson because of the impact that he has had on music and sound and visuals and art and all of this stuff. And you gave this white bitch this art, like, are you stupid, girl? And then, and she took it. Like, she took. That she was when it. I knew. That's what don't make sense. That was, mind you, that was this. We talk about this eight times. Like, we every. I talk about this at least five times a year. <laughs> It was the same year as the Kanye thing. So white America was like, oh no. You're not going to just run up on our young, <laughs> dirty, blonde, blue-eyed pop girls and just say you're black peace. So we're going to uplift uh-huh. this bitch and give her everything. And she has been winning awards and acting shocked 
ever since then. I'm just, I've been trying to tell you, nobody's listening to me. I've been saying this for years. Please pay attention. You're so worked up. She took the award, girl. Like, if they would have been like Kid Fury, I would have been looking around, giving Kid me. Fury who? No thanks. I'm actually good. She should have went up there and been like, I'm so sorry, because clearly there was a misprint on the yeah. card. I think Something that she grabbed got the wrong. up in the back, but absolutely not. No, no, you won. I didn't. I'm telling you that I lost. <laughs> no, no, it couldn't have been. Scratch my name off of it. Michael Jackson was nominated. I don't even know why I'm here. Why are Taylor Swift and Michael Jackson even in the same category of consideration? She just got here. Michael Jackson being nominated for an award is dead ass like Nicki Minaj being nominated for female hip hop at the BET Awards. Because it's like, who else is, nobody cares. Like, we know who's getting it, Nicki Minaj. That's how I look, like, nobody should be nominated next to Michael Jackson and then they win. Girl, what? Right. You should just consider yourself glad that you were nominated next to Michael Jackson. Like, she should have just took a screenshot of her nomination and framed it like, yes. One time somebody put my name next to MJ's and that should have been the end of it. But the way you hate her. For artist of the year. Like, I can understand if it was like best perm or if it was like lightest skin. Like something lightest else. skin, thinnest body. Artist, like art, like art. <laughs> but, but back to Billboard. Essentially what I'm saying is fuck them forever. <laughs> Um, for that and also if you've noticed they've been playing games with black artists on that show for like the past couple of years and most of the black artists that do go there be sitting like in whatever seat because they've told them they called them like a week prior and be like you won so we would really like for you to come so that we can put your name in the commercial so the girls will watch and Nicki Minaj would be like ugh girl alright do I have to bring Meek with me yes we would like it for the photograph we really Nobody like ever asked Nikki to bring Meek. That does not happen. <laughs> it's normally like, so listen, girl, there's no plus ones. No shade. We just don't have the space. I don't believe it because he's always with her. Um, and so, yes, essentially, I just, I don't know. Madonna. Bye. Yeah. And her little fans were all in their feelings when I said that they didn't like each other because, I mean, I pay attention and I enjoy Prince a lot and have for quite some time. And I remember him being over Madonna publicly many times. Yes. But apparently, they made up and performed. Had Trash. F.A.L. Schwartz or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> some shit like, they best friends now. So, girl, let's have Madonna do it. Like, But girl, even if they were best friends, Prince always talked about black women and black artistry and always wanted black artists covering his music and doing his tributes and shit like that. He would have never picked out Madonna in a million fucking years to lead his tribute. So fuck Billboard. I just hope that I can make it to heaven so that like I could scroll through like a DVR and they'll show Prince's reaction to Madonna doing this tribute. Like, I really hope that like the angels Absolutely are like not. recording it. Because you know God is like, okay, so do you want to come over and watch? Because I really want to see how you're going to react to this. I really want to know. Because, you know, Prince is going to be up there like, oh, God. <laughs> what is she going to sing? <laughs> what is oh she going God. to talk? Oh, no. Watch her do her own music. 
and just put her her print spin on it. I don't know which is worse. Madonna might get her ass whipped if she tried to do some shit like that. Like, I feel like somebody would throw something at Madonna if she wasn't performing Prince. That isn't even... I've been done with her since she called her, or she said nigga, or... Yeah, something a few years ago. Because you know she has these adopted black kids, right? And then put up a picture of them rubbing her feet. I just didn't like that. Even though I have rubbed my mama's feet many times. I just didn't like the sight of them two black black kids. Right. Rubbing her crusty ass toes. No. (laughs) I just didn't appreciate that. Bitch. So. I feel like even two, three-year-old me would have been looking at this white lady like. I don't fucking think so, bitch. I can go home for this. Like, I was quite fine in my village if we want to be all, like, 100%, girl. I didn't ask you for none of your Wi-Fi. I didn't ask you for your Netflix. I yes, can go Wi-Fi. home. Like, I don't Wi-Fi. need to be here, bitch. I don't give a fuck about your in and out burgers, bitch. Like, I just, I could go home, rub your feet. Right, I ain't asked to be here. Okay, so this is like, I feel like the only good piece of news. Um, let me check. Yeah, I think it's all pretty bad. Um, Father. So uh, this may only touch a few of your souls, but I want you to know that um, there is a film coming out in 2018 called Black Panther. Wow. So all of y'all know what it is. So excited. Okay, so. So Captain America Civil War just came out like a couple of weeks ago. It's mostly white people in this one, but it's still, like, it's real good. The great part about it is that Chadwick Boseman, I'm pretty sure I said his name right. He introduces the character of Black Panther. Now, for those of you who don't know, Black Panther is a comic book character from, like, before my daddy and him, who was, like, one of the first big, like, notable black superheroes, and still to this day, one of the only, like, one of maybe, what, six? So, it's very exciting for those of us with melanin to see this black character in this huge this movie with this huge budget Disney and all them and he's beating ass like and I don't want to spoil it for those of you who haven't seen but I do I'm just gonna go ahead and seen it cause bitch you could like you had time at this point <laughs> there's this scene where this woman who is one of keep up you're following I know you're with me So the Black Panther is like the king of Wakanda, which is this part of Africa, right? So he's got these bodyguards, but the bodyguards are black women, right? Okay. This beautiful black bald lady walked up on the black widow, Scarlett Johansson's white ass, who had the nerve to be standing in front of the king's car like he just had to talk to her. And this woman's one and only line in the movie is move or you will be moved. Amen. This is me in the theater. You remember when Whitney Houston was at, at the she said at the Grammys. I said, did y'all just hear this black woman walk up on her this white bitch and say, I can like if we want to be frank, I'll beat your ass out here. Like 
and you know that I will. So what's popping? It was just like, and so many people, white, black, everybody was so excited by that one line in this character. So everybody's really excited for this movie for uh, a million reasons. But then to top it all off now, they're saying that Lupita and Michael Bay Jordan are going to be in the Black Panther movie in 2018. It's not coming out till 2018. I want to pre-order now. Like, can I have my tickets now? I'm ready to go today. And when I tell you... I don't get this. Leave your babies at home. I'm willing to... Like, I just... Just leave them at home on the day that I'm going. I feel like the kids should be able to see this. I feel like it's important for them to, you know, get this black-ass superhero movie. I've said the other day that I'm so tired of watching. I know y'all live for, like, the underground and all that stuff. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing black people being depicted as slaves and all that shit. Like, we get it. My God. Y'all were horrible. You still are. So what else? Like, girl, shit. Anything. Like, God damn. What else? So... I'm excited. I can tell. And I don't have any idea what any of that was about, but I'm so happy for you and your shoulder shimmy. <laughs> you have to go. Of course. I'll go for the strength of Lupita alone, but I don't know shit else about... He told me Black Panther and I thought he meant, you know, like us. Like this Black, Black Panther is actually older than the Black Panther party. That's but what I figured out. I just... And another, like, Lupita, again, like you saying you would just go for that. When I found out that she was going to be in the new Star Wars, I literally went out and bought the movies and watched each and every single one of them. Those shits are older than me. So I'm just like, for people to con- to continuously act like black representation doesn't make a difference or it's not a big deal, it's foolish. Amen. Look, I gave you all of this money for your old white-ass movies just because you told me this white, this black girl is going to be in this next film. Now I'm a Star Wars fan and whatever the fuck else, I guess. Yeah. Because of that, because she's awesome, talented, and beautiful, and sickening, and black, and awesome, and she looks like me and people that I know, and that matters. Okay. Can somebody bring me some Kleenex? I'm dying. Thank the you, what? Sante. Some Kleenex. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm fighting, like, the worst cold of my life, so. Uh, I mean, I'm okay, but I just didn't want to, like, blow my nose in the mic or nothing, so. So... What? Oh, yes, I would love a cuff drop. Thank you, girl. Y'all are so nice. Shout out to Baltimore. Just the sweetest people. Three things. Look at that. Thank you so much, boo. Somebody brought us a Baltimore in a box. Do y'all know what that is? It's a bunch of stuff. It's like crab-flavored chips and... um, Don't give me the lion, but a whole box full of stuff from here, so I can't wait to fuck it up. Ricola. Amen. All right, well, back to the bad news. So Drake doesn't have a beard anymore. (laughs) You should have led. That should have been the first story. Now, I just have to say that I would still give it up 
Of course you would. I mean, for several reasons. I mean, like, he's still Drake. You know what I'm saying? He's oh got, God. like, the body Thank now. you. Asante, it's a roll of Charmin in my backpack. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Y'all are just... It's Who a needs whole a Walgreens little, like, Walgreens in here. Y'all are so sweet. Huh? Oh, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Drake cut off all his facial hair. Thank you. Thank you, Asante, for bringing out an entire trash can. My black is beautiful. Y'all gonna sit up here and act like you ain't never took a roll of toilet paper when you had a cold life you want to. So, yeah, a lot of people feel very strongly about bald-faced Drake and... Typically, you know, I am also very against a bald face. I just feel like, you know, we're all adults here. There's no need for, you know, your face to just be completely nude as a grown man. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at Amen. all. Um, He's just not as fine as he used to be. He that's, was like, that's exactly He was a it. nine and a half and it took him back down to like a 6.8. And it's not fair. I, okay, you know what? You're right. Six is unfair. A four? Bitch, you tripping. Now, hold on. Four, girl. A four? A four without the beard, sis? He don't get no (laughs) points for the chest? Because the man's body is a lot better. Well, not better, but he's swole. And he's sexy. He looks like he used to, like, rob banks. And then he turned his life around... And now he, like, carpools and, like, he teaches, like, kids soccer games. But, like, the feds are still looking for him. He's under, like, he looks like mob wives or something. Like, he dated Drita. That's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, I thought that Drake was cute before he had a beard. So maybe that's why I'm willing that's to, definitely like, work it. with him. Because now he ain't got a beard, but he does still have a body and more money and, like, He's just Drake. Look at you. I will admit he's cuter now than what he used to be, but he needs that beard back right I just back. want it back. Just hurry he's up. He's got to grow that right on back. Hopefully it doesn't take too long because goddamn. Give me a five o'clock shadow, anything. Midnight shadow, something. A little scruff. Something. Just let me know that it's coming back. I hope he didn't oh really God. cut it for SNL, but I think he did. Like just to do SNL. <laughs> the SNL really wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't, uh, did I didn't mind it. I, I did watch the whole thing, but I thought that it was like... Uh, I laughed more than I expected myself to laugh. Okay. If that counts for anything. Well, it's SNL, so you're not really expecting a whole bunch of guffaws, but I get it. Yeah. Keenan made me laugh at one point. Leslie Jones is hilarious. It has she been is. for years, and I'm so glad that white people finally recognize it, I guess. Um, I guess. Because, I mean, she's been funny, like, literally forever. And now everybody's like, oh, you should be in Ghostbusters. She's like, uh, I've been doing stand-up and making you niggas laugh, like, since forever. But (laughs) sure, like, now Taraji is cookie. Like, bitch, what? (laughs) Taraji was like, was she she in Sister Sister? Or Smart Guy? One of them goddamn shows. Was she? Yes. Taraji smart guy, right? Yes. Wow, I gotta go back and watch. Which, by the way, is still funny. Like, that that show is hilarious. 
Taj Mahari yes, blocked me because I called him TJ Henderson on Twitter. I was going to say, if you call him smart guy, he will block you. Like, he does not think that shit's cute. It's an American classic. <laughs> I'm just I would saying. be proud. He's anyway, So, yeah, Drake's face is bald now. Um, okay. I don't know how to feel about it, especially with this album. It's like, okay, so now, like, your album's boring. Your face is boring. <laughs> it's like, I'm not... A little nervous about the tour. Are you going? I'm not paying to go. <laughs> if somebody's like, hey, would you like to go to the, the View, Views Palace? Whatever, I don't know what it's called. The Summer 16 tour. Oh, that's a cute Child, whatever. Okay. If somebody's like, hey, come on, then I'll probably go, but I'm not paying to go hear Drake crooning, especially after he sang on Saturday Night Live. Aubrey, I love you so much, but my God. Like, (laughs) he's talking about, oh, I was listening to all this Stevie Wonder and Alabama Shakes, and they didn't help you at all. Right. (laughs) So you just go on and let Stevie and Britney do the legwork then, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Melodies is not your forte. it's, It's okay. It is. You can just be a rapper. Everyone has to have a slippery era. Slippery, you know, an era that's not as great. Do you as think the this other is ones. this is his? You it's know, my least favorite. I mean, okay, that's fair. That's fine. Drake will be just fine regardless. He said his retirement is already funded, and I looked out the window like, God damn. That nigga could fund both. He could fund my retirement. That nigga, he's wealthy, so I mean, he don't give straight a shit. up. Like, nigga, I wish goals. Speaking of Drake, let's talk about his friend Future and how he and Sierra are playing another game. So no, apparently, we don't care. Sierra was looking to get uh, full custody of baby tomorrow, and she lost. And really, who could blame her? <laughs> I would have, I would have been looking for full custody too. I mean, because <laughs> I just feel like Future has piles, and piles dirty of drug around, drugs around the house too. <laughs> but his whole album is about. Depression and overdose. The yeah. entire thing is about like sleeping with strippers and waking up hating yourself and then pop and perk until you can't feel anything. It's like, right. but the beat is so good <laughs> that you don't even realize that this guy should probably get, seek professional help. Like he's like going through it. It's like the saddest shit you could ever hear. But Metro Boomin is just a beast. So who cares? <laughs> I can't believe you can even understand enough of the lyrics to know how sad he is because the nigga does not articulate. He's, he's high. Like, his whoa, life's miserable. Whoa, whoa. Like, you can literally put anything over a beat and niggas will make you go platinum. His life sucks. The That's Carlton it. Banks of the NFL has his baby. <laughs> he's high, like... Because Carlton is a good daddy. Let's say his life sucks. His future's life is way better than mine. But, I mean, the nigga is clearly rapping about nothing but drugs and, like, all kinds of bitches and hoes and just weird shit and calling himself Hendrix. It's just odd. Like, it's strange to me. And so I, too, would be like, so did you listen to Evil? Or it's like, because my baby can't be around that. Right. Me and Carlton... We've got it from here. We can do it. And the judge disagreed. They did. I mean, Surprisingly, I'm, I thought Sierra was going to win that with no problems at all. I'm shocked. 
You're well, right. She shouldn't have had a baby by him, but a whole lot of us have been digmatized and didn't realize till it was too late just how foolish we were being. I just feel like there are way too many people, like celebrities especially. I feel like they're starting, because pop stars are way too influential, especially over grown adult minds. I don't get it. Like teenagers are one thing. You know, I used to be into all kinds of weird shit and think that, I don't know, Eminem was awesome. No, I never, I thought Eminem was terrifying. I'm making that up. (laughs) Oh, I loved Eminem. He was one of my favorite. The Marshall Mathers LP. That nigga was talking about killing my his angry, mama. <laughs> gay teenage self played that shit over I'm and over. Sorry. I was ready to shoot up every school. Fuck I was pissed. That. Eminem was my nigga. Kim, Kim was hard for me to listen to. Kim was like, I mean, this is a little much, my nigga. That was when I knew I still had some kind of soul. You ain't spirit. going. You're not going to put no white blonde boy in a fucking wife beater in front of me who talk about chopping up his own goddamn mammy and putting her in a goddamn trunk. I'm scared. Like, that's terrifying. <laughs> You're talking about killing your mother no, and your child's mother? About, yes, that song's about his wife. He's he got talks shit about, about his, his mama, mama, too. Yeah, but not he on that He talk about track. killing her? Not on that record. Oh, so he didn't put her in the trunk, but he killed the bitch. That song is about putting Kim in the trunk and then driving the car into the water. It, that oh, no, that's terrifying. You're right, that's it, there. There's so many different murder scenarios. <laughs> That Eminem has in his music is easy to get mixed up. Listen, I listened to some weird shit. Like I was in, I listened to all kind Lincoln Park, Evanescence, Slipknot. Come on, Lincoln Park. Come on, bring me to life. Corn. I used to listen to all insane clown posse. I listened to a whole bunch of weird shit. I used to shit. listen to Creed. But I don't know what I was oh. going through when I was listening to Creed, man. Three doors down and shit. Eminem. I was going through it. Nine Inch Nails, oh, Red no. Hot Chili Peppers. I never got that dark. Okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, I was like, I don't think so. Eminem scared the shit out of me. I don't, it was just too much. I was like, your mama, my nigga? Like, God damn. Like, even if he did want to kill your mama, why are you telling everybody? Like, that was horrible. I was into it. And I loved my mama, but that nigga just spoke to the angry I loved one inside my mama, of me. So. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had a lot of feelings. Anyway, so. What are we talking about? Let's talk about, I don't remember. Nicki Minaj. Are we? No, I'm moving. Oh. (laughs) Nicki Minaj got on the internet to let us know that uh, Safari. Oh, girl. Give me a second. (laughs) Give me just a second. What's your name? Shanisha? Kanisha. Featuring Kanisha, y'all, at home. Um, so, <laughs> apparently, uh, Safari is suing uh, Nicki Minaj for mental and physical abuse. Yeah. Did she throw a suitcase at him or did I make that up? Where did I hear that story? A what? 
I heard a story a few years back that Nikki had they had gotten into some shit in a hotel. And yeah, Nikki, that was true. But she threw it like a suitcase or something at him. Did I, I make that part threw, up? Like he hit her with a suitcase. Oh, okay, never mind. That's what I thought he was. But it was supposed about. to be an accident. I don't know, whatever. But she went on Twitter or wherever and said the following: tweeted on the fifth that the sixth with my the sixth was my baby's birthday. The baby being the young man from Philadelphia. <laughs> Celebrated on the 6th for his birthday publicly, served with a lawsuit on the 9th, LOL. Two years later, this poor excuse of a man is suing me and claiming to have been physically and emotionally abused. LOL, he's so miserable. Look at what men have become so they don't have to work. Fathers, please... St- <laughs> Didn't she do it? Like, that was... <laughs> damn. Straight like that. Is she not... Fathers, please stay in your son's lives. God damn. And Nikki. And if you really want to get into the burn, like she's known this nigga forever. So she has to know. Right. Like, God damn. My man asked him to stop emailing me. I also asked him several times. This man can't move on. It's really sad. Calling my mother crying. I said I'd help, but as soon as Meek asked him to stop emailing me, it's a problem. Leave us alone, please. Why do we need to know all this? And she caught him stealing money, apparently. So what did you just say? (laughs) I I just want you to say it again. Why do we have to know all of this? Oh, thank you. Why? <laughs> Weren't you just on Ellen three weeks ago talking about you not talking about your relationship anymore because it's nobody's business and the public is so messy and all this stuff that I was like, okay, Nikki, I get it. Fine, don't talk about it. So then why are we getting a whole play-by-play of this nigga suing you and what Meek said? I don't never need to know what Meek Mill said, sweetie. Because I've heard the records he put out when Drake came for his ass and they weren't worth playing twice. So his opinions on you and Safari are even less relevant. Why he do the rest of us need out, to know? He actually put out an EP after Back to Back or one of those things came out that was not bad, but nobody gave a fuck. Nobody heard you it, lost. shit. Like, I listened to it and I was like, oh, this is good. Okay, delete. Like, I just don't, because I just can't even listen to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no shade, you played yourself. You'll always have dreams and nightmares. I listened to that song a million times we'll during Sweet Heat. always have Big Daddy. It'll always be great. I love Big Daddy. Um, house party's great. Like, you've got stuff. But God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was an L. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like... Oh, Anika. All I'm saying is I think that Nikki um, is under this impression that we care about... You know, and I think that, you know, at best, most of us probably want her to be happy, I guess. But, like, we don't need to know none of this shit, bitch. Like, this is the same thing with, with Meek and all them pictures and all that stuff. Everybody's like, girl, okay. Okay, right. Congratulations. Super happy for you, I guess. Like, right. I so here you are care. again telling it. First of all, I absolutely believe that she abused this man physically. Do you really? And mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. <laughs> I do. Not financially, but maybe the rest of them. <laughs> Not financially. I'm being extra, but I'm saying <laughs> only the reason I say that is because I was a Nicki Minaj stan. Like, like, 
early stages and I remember her being on Ustream when everybody thought that he was her assistant or hype man or whatever and they were in a relationship this whole last time married from what I heard and she would be on Ustream talking to him like these are not lemon pepper wings bitch these are the buffalo they're not even spicy what the fuck is your gut like and I would be at home in front of my MacBook looking around like you know when your friend and their, their girlfriend or boyfriend start arguing with you and you're the only one there and you're just like, oh no, get me out of here. Well, all right, girl. <laughs> I miss when celebrities used to use stream all the time, just randomly. They don't do that shit no more. I don't. Please stop. It was don't, fun. Don't bring it back. It was fun back then, but so was Twitter and plenty of other social media apps. They no longer entertain me in that way. Yeah, the climate has changed. It is just the worst. Is that it? Um, oh, apparently Safari will also be on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Anything to not get a job. What do y'all have against filling sure out applications and going to work? Me and Kia were just talking about this. What is the problem with getting a job? Nikki was probably right about that shit when she said this nigga is suing me just so that he will not have to work. Like, if he, it gives me like I'm being petty because you know you're with this nigga and you know they were probably tweeting each other. I mean, texting each other a whole bunch of petty shit that nobody knows about, like keeping up a whole bunch of mess. And so he's like, "Oh, your man's birthday? Well, bitch, <laughs> put this shit on a cake, bitch." Like, <laughs> Like, that's what it gives me. I don't even feel like he really expects to get it. I can't imagine he really expects to get any money out of this. I feel like he's just trying to embarrass her, and that's probably why she's angry with him. Like, you're just trying to, at this point, do something to get a reaction out of her or make her look silly or whatever because you're, you know, a young man scorned. Yeah. And now you're trying to grasp for whatever straws of relevance you can. And loving hip hop Hollywood, I guess, is the best straw you could get. Oh, <laughs> man. It's oh. literally where careers go to die. Wait, Omarion had a number one hit. With, Thanks to Janae Aiko. I was going to say with three other niggas, but still, he was back on the charts. Because nobody was pressed over, and that's facts, no printer. And that's facts. What are those? No printer. Y'all don't be giving a fuck about lyrics. Holy fuck. (laughs) Thank God for the groceries. Because that... (laughs) Okay. Here you go. I already know. Can I... This Ricola is delicious. Thank you. I will be purchasing a whole bag. So is Leah Banks. (laughs) Okay. I really hate to say I told you so. What did you tell me? Okay, just let me, let me. Yeah. You should talk. I just have so many feelings. And each and every single one of them makes... (laughs) 
my anxiety. I have so many feelings. Each feeling makes me tired. I don't even like. Okay, so Azalea Banks was up to her as normal Azalea Banks antics by going on the internet and arguing with people in a very horrible manner. So she saw these photographs of the young man, Zane Malik Malik, whatever his name is. That's what his album sound like. I'm kidding. I like it. I'm joking. Fuck. So she saw these pictures online of him, I guess, in some videos or something. And in a couple of the pictures looked like some things that she made, like some things, videos or stuff that she's done before. So she feels like this nigga is taking her style, whatever, whatever. So she says something about it or whatever on Instagram, whichever social media, and he pays it like. Pays it. I think it mostly said something like, I see you reaching, but it is what it is. Like, my app's not good for you or something like that. She jumps complete, like, off the, like, zero to five million. Like, yep. but this is how she always... Okay, so two things. First thing, it really makes me personally just like confused and sad because I don't understand how you can allow yourself like to like to submit yourself to that kind of like hatred and like anger. You know what I'm saying? Like and everybody knows how I feel about her and it is what it is. Like I don't it doesn't change the fact that you can even if you feel a way. Everybody else in the world could not see that you, what you see in terms of him copying you, whatever. You could be the only person who feels like this. If you want to argue with him or whatever, you can do that without saying like, you're a sand nigger and your mother's a refugee and, and you smell like curry and all. It's just like curry scented bitch. Like him a curse you're talking about, you're talking about a a young boy whose hair is like salt and pepper colored, who is in some pop group. Uh, you have so much material. If you wanted to roast this nigga, that you could have done. Why do you have to jump straight into the like? Just the like, even if someone was inclined to agree with you, it's like, well, girl, I guess y'all even now, bitch, because you didn't like call this nigga every horrible fucking thing in the entire world because what? It's not even worth it. It's not like, I just don't understand it. So that's that. Here comes Sky Jackson. Me. I am. Sky Jackson. Let me get through this. Because I know this is... I already... Like, I I hate everything involved. I know. know. So, Sky Jackson, first of all, I just want to say, if anything, I'm glad that I finally know what that little girl's name is. Because... I kept seeing this fucking meme of her in this blue dress, and I'm like, she looks familiar. Is she on Vine? I'm like, I don't... I know her face. Sky Jackson is a show... I don't know if it's Jessie. What is the show on Disney? It's Jessie? Okay, so she's on the Disney Channel. She's 14 years old. She tweets verbatim, Azealia Banks needs to simmer down a little. 
That, which is the truth. I love Azealia Banks. I swear to God. But my God, girl, like, first of all, she's not lying. You just called this young man all kinds of horrendous shit because you feel like he copied you and then paid you dust. It's okay to have feelings. No, it's okay to feel any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's fair. But girl, you jumped clean off the ledge and you know that you did. And you can't sit here and be like, well... You know, uh, that's just, you know, the way that I joke and blah, 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 whatever. Like, nobody else is laughing, girl. It's not funny. And if somebody were, was to say things like this to you, and people have been saying horrible shit like this to you, and it doesn't feel good, you don't like it. And so I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. Anyway, she says, Azealia Banks needs to simmer down a little. Directly into, like talking about this little girl's body and her hips and and you know how her mother is I got this (laughs) I just didn't want you to leave no parts out (laughs) (laughs) horrible things about this child and her working in Hollywood because her mom is uh, sucking dick at Disney and just, this is a 14-year-old girl. You know better, my nigga. You know better. It's like, it does, I don't even understand, like, when is the moment when you're, not even, fuck everybody else. Fuck public perception. Fuck album sales, tours. For yourself, for your own spiritual and mental health you can't continue to submit yourself to that kind of like darkness it's just unhealthy you know what i'm saying and i just can't comprehend it when people get on the like some of y'all be saying shit on twitter that is so fucking ridiculous that it is not even directed towards me and i'm like oh god i'm tired i could take a nap right now like Let me go ahead and log off. I just don't like to be angry. I don't like to be provoked. I don't like to be agitated. And I'm very well aware that I have mental health situations that I have to keep in check. You know what I'm saying? I know that I deal with things like depression. I have a bad temper. I get anxiety real easily. So I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm going to have to snap on somebody or say something dumb or get all angry because of some bitch on the other side of the world who didn't said something to me and you not going to say nothing to me when you see me. It's just, it's pointless. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, the only thing that she didn't realize is that Sky Jackson... Sky Jackson literally saw that first tweet and was like, oh, girl. Like, she, she, she was... She just like, whoo, she's just like, let me just run a lap. Just stretch it all out. I've got this. Had plenty of time and didn't back down. Why? Because 14-year-olds of today will cuss you, your mama, your daddy out. Your great grand auntie, like everybody, like they are built for this. (laughs) Like, what? She had all the emojis on deck, didn't use a single curse word. She won. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it's no shade. Like, she did. And again, like I said, I don't understand it. I, I just, I, I know that people don't 
I under like every it's fair for everybody to hate this bitch. I am not at all ever going to try and cape for her and be like, oh, please like understand that whatever. Like everybody is free is fully understandable for everybody to feel the way that they do. But because I know her respect the fact that I do know that she knows better. And I want, I just want for her to even for herself, because I know her, to get to a place where you will just get that shit together. It's okay to have opinions and strong feelings about things and want to express those things and all that type of shit. But girl, my God, like you can't be like, it can't be, oh, well, you know, Azealia Banks doesn't seem like she's very nice. Faggot, please. Die, bitch. Your mother sucks dicks in hell. She made a blood oath with the devil and that's how you were born, bitch. It's just not productive and I want better. The only other thing I have to say about this and then I'm done. The next time that she does some shit like this, which I promise you will probably be within the next five days. 30 minutes. Don't tag me in, I'm not, no. Do not tag me in shit. Don't tag me anything. And I told y'all already, I don't pay attention to that bullshit. If anything, I'm sitting back like, oh God, here it is again. I think that people have a very skewed idea of what my place is in terms of Azealia Banks' life. (laughs) I am not her guidance counselor. I'm not her mom or dad. I'm not her Jiminy Cricket. I'm not her prayer coach. I'm not Dr. Jenny or or Dr. Drew. Like I, that, I don't. You, I can't get her. Like, with, oh, come and get your. You need to come get your friend. You need to come. What does that even mean, bitch? Do you know that she pays taxes just like I do, bitch? Like she's an adult in the eyes of the American government. I don't have anything. My whole entire role in that child's life when this type of shit happens, at best what I would do is send her a text message and just be like, girl, positivity, love and light. You don't need to be doing this shit right now. That's it. That is the end of it. I'm not here to get anybody. I don't understand that. Literally the day before that happened, somebody sent me a Twitter, uh, a thing on Twitter and was like, completely unrelated. But they said, I don't understand how you let Crystal go on these racist, man-hating, irrelevant rants. Literally, it was the day before this. And I sent him a tweet back and I was like, let her do, let her? Do you know that Crystal's been paying bills and taxes and shit and rent long before me? Like, she's grown. Let her do what? What are you talking about? I don't understand that. I don't, I'm not in charge of anybody but me, period. And all I can do is be there for who I can be there for and try and help or do whatever the fuck else. Somebody went on Instagram and talked about being friends with Azalea Banks is your biggest character flaw. I said, well, girl, breathing's your biggest character flaw, so when you stop, I will. How about that? Oh, my God. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I don't give a fuck about any of that type of shit. 
That bitch, she has issues. It is what it is. I would like for her to be better, but I don't give a fuck that every, if everybody else hates her. If I know this girl, I have a different perspective. It is what it is. When we started this show, it was a gang of hundreds of people talking about how I hate Crystal. She's so loud. Why is she always cussing? She's not ladylike. I wish she would get rid of her, take her off of the goddamn show. And was I going, if I was like, oh, well, girl, the girls don't see it for you, sweetheart, so... <laughs> You making it hot for me in this street, bitch, so I just shouldn't be friends with you no more. Like, if me being nice to somebody who is not so nice as a character flaw girl, then I welcome it. You can suck my dick seven days a week. So, I think I hit all of my points. Okay. Well, as someone who does not know Azealia Banks outside from her shit music and her terrible online presence, I mean, obviously, shit music is an opinion. You might like it. I think it's terrible. And, thank you, girl. And her terrible online presence, I clearly don't feel the same way. I'm very fucking tired of this praying mantis-looking ass bitch. And I wish she would log the fuck off. I'm glad Twitter deleted her account. I don't think it's racist. Yes, they do need to delete a whole lot of other niggas' accounts, but hers is also in the number. So the fact that it's gone, I could not be more glad. I hope Instagram is next, because she just goes from platform to platform talking shit. She don't ever actually stop. What the fuck is the point in apologizing for saying all this terrible shit you say about people and then just going on another social media app and doing the same thing over again? Like, bitch, log off. Everybody don't have the personality and the attitude that it takes to both be in the public eye and be an artist and be active on social media when people with all kinds of opinions and shit to say can direct it towards you. Everybody don't have what it takes to just ignore the dumb shit or log off when they're in a bad mood. And clearly Azealia doesn't have it. So just log the fuck off and save the rest of us from your dumbass antics because I'm fucking tired of it. Like, it's not even like I'm mad at her or I think it's funny anymore. Every time I hear something else about this bitch, I'm like, God damn. Like, do you ever stop the hitch? Just keep on coming with your simple ass. At what point are you going to be like, you know what? The phone is getting me in trouble and I'm just going to leave it the fuck alone. Social media is optional, so opt the fuck out. I'm done. That is all that I have. <laughs> all right. Is there we? anything else in the world of pop culture that you would like for us to talk about before we move on? I don't know who that is. There's nothing else. To... She's still gestating that baby. And... That woman's name is Big Ange Kardashian. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Anything else? Did we miss anything else or nah? Who? Oh, God. I actually have not read up about African Babata and them molestation charges I because I, I mean, it's not that I don't believe them. It's that I read enough bad news and I don't really want to know the details of you fucking around with some kids. Like, if it's been proven that you did this shit or these charges are coming out or whatever, that's really all I need to know. I do not need to know the details of that shit. So suffice to say, I'm disgusted. And Russell Westbrook is a diva and he can dress however he wants to as long as we keep winning. So <laughs> anything else? Okay, so y'all are just saying names now. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, Good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. 
Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct. Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts let's move on to the q a portion asante and dustin y'all could come help us out this is obviously the part where we normally do listener letters but we'll take questions from you guys let's start over here okay okay What's happening? What's your name? Hold on. That shit was like ten dollars a top shop child. I don't give a fuck. All right, here we go. What's your name? My name is Siobhan, and I'm from Baltimore. All right, Siobhan, what's your question? Um, I actually just want to say I love you guys. Love, love, love you guys. Okay. Thank you. Um. But I know, not a but, this is actually for Kid Fury, but hopefully Crystal can join in. I know that you like The Walking Dead, uh, Kid Fury, and I want to know what character would you uh, identify with most and what character do you think Crystal would identify with? That's the one with the zombies, right? I have not seen that. I don't do the undead. You have, you That's right. I don't do it. Not my Jesus. Um. I think that I want to say Michonne, but I think that's because it's my favorite character. But also because she has a katana, and I also have one. I, I don't know why, but I do. So, 
Um, and because she like didn't speak to anybody for like the first three seasons she was on, like she like almost never opened her mouth unless it was to be like move or you will be moved, bitch. Like, so I feel like I just really relate to her on that level, and I feel like Crystal would probably be the same person. Uh, yeah, because we would both just be trying to survive and keep ourselves. You're alive right. and really if anything we're only going to connect with you if it'll help us get to where we're going because we don't really give a fuck about you no <laughs> way girl I think that I missed a lot of episodes Michonne could be different now <laughs> Asante who you got alright what's your name and what's your question don't embarrass me I'm, I don't plan on it I don't plan on it my name is D. am from Baltimore as well hi D. um yeah so Plugging, plugging y'all. I just listened to the Friend Zone podcast, you know. It was amazing. But there was one episode talking about getting out of the matrix and falling back into it every now and again. And um, this is actually something, I don't think that they touched on it the way that I'm going to ask you, but somebody asked you all about this before. I want to kind of know what it was like for y'all transitioning from your nine to five to doing dream jobs. What, what exactly happened? Like, how did that happen? How did you feel? And how did you kind of get there? Um. <laughs> well, do you want me to go first? Because it just kind of snuck up on me. I'm sorry. Yeah, you can go first if you're ready. Um, I quit my nine to five last June uh, very quietly and just sort of. You know, left. Because at that point, I was wasting money at work, which is crazy. But um, it I don't think I understand what you mean by, like, how did it happen? We were doing this podcast for, like, two and a half years before I felt comfortable enough to leave my full-time job. But it was really a matter of consistency more than anything else. Like, just being able to continuously show up and do the work and, you know, read email and be willing to, like, take on new opportunities and see what else was out there. So... I mean, it just kind of all gradually built up week by week until I got to the point where I could do it financially and then felt comfortable because I could have left my job probably six months earlier than that. But the thought of not having a steady paycheck scared the shit out of me. Like the thought of not knowing the exact day and hour that my check was going to be there every time, that scared me real bad. So I gave myself some extra time to get used to it and then finally just, you know, let it go. And I am not opposed to going back to a nine to five. Lord knows if I ever find myself in a safari type situation. (laughs) I'll be right back on jobseekers.net. But you know, until then, I'm going to just ride it. Um, I haven't had like a nine to five in I think maybe five years. So I don't really remember. I do know that like when I left my last job I was like I'm just I don't want anybody coming to me asking me any more questions I don't want anybody coming to me and telling me how long my break gotta be like I just don't want to do it I don't want to come and have to be around people and like, oh god like every day everything man. about it every day like, and then you leave knowing that you have to do it again tomorrow like ugh just uh, the same corny people no. the same stupid meetings the same dumb emails you don't need to be cc'd on 
the same nigga sending you forwards. It's just... It's just it's too much. Yeah. Just ask, do you want to <laughs> yeah, go to lunch girl. together? Like, no, I don't want to go to lunch. I don't talk Office to you politics. at work. Oh. Why would I want to talk to you at lunch? I don't miss that shit. My break is for me. Like, just leave me alone. I just didn't like it. But luckily, you know, I still lived at home. So I was doing YouTube videos in front of a salmon colored wall and blogging and telling my mama don't worry about it like this is gonna be something and my mama was like okay (laughs) my daddy was the one who was very much like so when are we going to do something serious that was cute it was really that was you know the dream internet thing whatever when are you gonna get a job but my mother was like I believe if you believe it then I believe that you can do it. She realized like, cause I never was somebody who wasn't working prior to that. Every other time I had a job, I didn't give a fuck where it was. I needed money. Cause I, what don't want to go ask nobody to give me nothing. I don't want to ask no questions. I want you ask me no questions. I don't want to owe you nothing. I want it myself. <laughs> and so I did that, but I don't, Really, I didn't really get that feeling until I moved to New York because it was like, oh, like I could be out on the street. (laughs) I always had a warm bed and oxtail at my mommy's house. My mommy and dad. Um, I just want to say, you know, welcome to Baltimore. Um, (laughs) Check out Blue Moon Cafe for breakfast tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) Who's next? (laughs) All right, all right. Hi. Hi. What's your name? I'm Sabrina. And um, number Thanks, one, Sabrina. Crystal, thank you for being another black girl that loves country con- country music. Thank I- you. <laughs> I go to concerts and count Confederate flags versus brown faces. Oh, we girl. always lose. We always lose. Like, the fact crazy. that you even went. All the time. <laughs> I don't even go in Oklahoma, which you would think would be a safe space. But it's, no, I just it, can't. It's I wouldn't here. think that. Um, and then also... <laughs> So rude. The, the difference between a half and a half, half and half and an Arnold Palmer is Arnold Palmer is unsweetened tea. Half and half is sweetened. Tea. Oh. oh. I didn't even know that. So the lemonade is sweet and the tea is sweet? Correct. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, my, my question is, um, I'm here with my friend Lorraine and recently, a week ago, we had a friend pass away at the age of 31 from a crazy accident. Um, and she was a free spirit and a crazy person and amazing. And this is going to be a slightly depressing question, but it'll be happy to. Um, if you all, so we're trying to pick a way to honor her every year, like a thing to do. So if you guys had to pick, God forbid that you go early, if you had to pick a thing for your friends to do every year to honor you. This is appropriate. How would I, could, you, I just want to die right now. What kind annual like tradition thing which you designed for your friends to do to help me help me like get it was a um, ago, help me how would you how would you design her name is nicole and she's very important well first of all I, i'm really sorry for your loss yeah everybody everybody quiet down just for nicole real quick let's just get through this i'm sorry i'm gonna cry um i don't I think that I would want for them to hopefully i would be wealthy while you're talking I would just want for them to ride around in Jeeps on Washington Avenue on South Beach and play Slip Inside music really loud and drink Hennessy. Okay. And, <laughs> and that, smoke that's weed. That's it. Like, to just drive around from, like, 
Fifth Ave and like just go up Collins. No, go up Ocean, like all the way up to like North Miami Beach and just blast music, be real ghetto, like every day of the year of my death. No, it's like like one day a year, but that's thank you. Yeah, yeah, like just like a trip to South Beach and like that's the one thing that I you can go to Wet Willies and get fucked up and do whatever else y'all want to do, but like for me. Hop in a Jeep, preferably like a neon colored Jeep, and then ride down the street like in the Shut Up video. Well, my friends would never, but I would like for them to go to the rodeo. Nope. (laughs) And eat all my favorite barbecue with my favorite barbecue sauce, which is Head Country. It's manufactured in Oklahoma, and I'm not sure if it's available anywhere but the Southwest, but it's my absolute favorite. So get you like some hot links on some hot dog bread and a bunch of barbecue sauce and just eat all my favorite food, have a Beyonce dance party and enjoy the rodeo. Which, like I said, they will literally never do, but ideally. They're gonna have to one day. Well, Are you the, okay, I'm sorry. I don't wanna be dark, like, cause you're giving me like Grim Reaper. I'm really like sorry it's, for your it's loss. Thank you. All right, young lady, what's your name and what's your question right here? My name is Anya. I, hey, Kanisha. I want to say thank you so much for exploring your passion. I'm in sales all day and I'm in the car all day and music just wasn't getting it. And my friend Kanisha put me on to y'all's podcast and it has changed my whole entire life. Like I want to get up all day. I started from day one and I'm like halfway through. So my question, no, and it's entertaining and I appreciate it. So I was, my comment, comment is, um, if ever you guys feel like you just do not want to get up and do this thing, just remember that there's people out here who love the stupidest jokes y'all tell and it's not anything big, but it gets us through the day. So my question is, (laughs) my question is, um, like I said, I started from the very first episode and on the first anniversary somebody asked you about the favorite memories of each of you and Kefira you said that it was a time when you were playing phase 10 with Crystal and she got so wait what? she got so mad that she wouldn't play with you anymore so I just want to know no I got so oh, mad no, you got so mad sorry sorry you got so mad you wouldn't play with anymore so my question is have you found anybody else to play phase 10 with you and if not I'm available no, I just play it by myself on my iPad now. Because <laughs> nobody wants to play with me anymore. He can't play Phase play 10 because he gets fed up and throws all the cards up in the air. <laughs> it's a very frustrating a game. <laughs> but we'll let him play again. It's a game that you can literally be like on your last phase and somebody who's on their first could still beat you. <laughs> Do you even remember what phase you were on before you threw that fit? It was like... Two. I think I was... <laughs> <laughs> we were all there that night. He that <laughs> was fed up. He was usually fed up. not a sore loser, but we'll play against him. Wait, 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 wait. Dustin, you got a question over there? Dustin, you got a question over Dustin, there? Dustin, who you got? Yeah, hey. Hey. What you doing? No, nah, here she is. Hi, y'all. Um, y'all can just call me Storm. Um... I know how this is about to go. Oh, because your hair is gray. I get it, right? Her hair is... Yes, yes. Her hair is gray. 
I mean, uh, Storm's hair is white, but close. oh, my bad. Some slight, but anywho. So, um, first, I want to say, Kid Fury, I would love to take you up and invest in your business proposal you had when you talked about. Um, damn, what's that movie called? No, talking about when he talked about having individual movie screening rooms in a theater, oh, yes. so you don't have to deal with people's kids in a radar movie. I heard that there's a couple of places that do this already, but I don't remember where. Oh, I wasn't hip, so. That's a side note. But my question is that um, me and some friends are having a friendly debate about something that's not that really important. It's about body count. And... That sounds important to me. (laughs) So, me and my friends on my side think that if you have, like, a one-time stand and it was shitty, then it shouldn't count towards your body count. (laughs) Okay, Dre. Anything at all, then it counts. If that ain't the most Drea basketball life ass logic. I'm honestly way more worried about like genital quality than body count. You could sleep with 600 people and then if none of them have an STD and you use a condom every time, you better off than somebody who fucked five random niggas with herpes. And I said that. If you so, have no disease or no baby, what the baby, fuck does that have to do matter? with your bot? That doesn't change the fact that you lying, girl. Like, but does it? But does body? You still I, wrong. I don't think that body count really matters. Like, and I yeah, see. I but, agree with but that. as far as like counting is concerned, if you slept with him, then that. I mean, girl, you slept with him. You can't take it back. You can't. It's just not erase even the penis from being in your vagina. Like it happens. I mean, what if you didn't even feel it though? Thank you. Thank you, Storm. Thank you, Storm. Don't let the hood down on this side. Thank you, Storm. What's your name and what's your question? All right, I'm going to just go with Jane because I don't want to give out my real name because this is like a real listener question right now. And I'm too real to say it's about my friend, it's about me, okay? All right, so I'm engaged. I'm waiting. Right, because the question just began. So I'm 26, my fiance is 40. So that's one thing. So far, relationship has been amazing. It's been great. But I realize that I don't know if I'm ready to settle down. Um, Thank you so much for saving time because this won't take long. (laughs) So I've I've been thinking about writing. Oh, there's more because I was ready. Okay. Okay, obviously she's ready, she's down, like whatever, 40 years old. Of course, you're at a different point in your life, but... Oh, oh girl, I'm keep lesbians. up. Lesbians. Keep up. Where, where, like... Now I get like, it. Riley. I just want you to know this might ruin my life, but I'm putting it out here because I need y'all advice and I trust you. Ain't gonna ruin shit because you're about to be single. Let's just move forward. Let's just get let's just get the train moving. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready. So you're 26. This yes. woman is 40. 
you are engaged for whatever earthly reason. You have come to the honest truth in your life, which is that you are not ready to settle down because you are 26 years of godly age. Like, you, are, you are right here on earth and have been for 26 years. Because... Before you even said how old the fiance was, when you said you were engaged and you told me your age, I, my, the first thing that popped in my head was why? Because, I mean, I know that back in, you know, the Sadie Hawkins era, the girls were getting married at like 15 or whatever, and that's fine. But today, I just feel like there's so much growing and so much that you learn about yourself. Really, like I feel like every maybe five years, you mature a little bit more. But at 26, girl, you should still be out here hoeing, honestly. Like, Can I say something? Okay, so I really related with something Dustin said on the friend zone, where he said the dream was to go out and every night you go home with somebody you like. Like, I get it. So why are you I don't engaged? know about that. I said what I said. <laughs> and I'm not changing it. That's right. So, yeah. Um, wedding's off. Uh, Going to give her her ring back. You can totally still be friends. Make arrangements to move out. Um, I'm sure y'all live together. Really, the saddest part of this is that you didn't end it before Sweet Heat because you could have been down in Miami with you could have just been in Miami a whole hunt, bunch of hoes but you know like <laughs> you know there's always next year feel there's free to join us there's always Pride in Atlanta in September um, yes there's Queens in Atlanta right Baden in New York there's Crave in Houston you know you just gotta be out here for the girls um, but getting married at 26 years old absolutely not and to a 40 year old child please she know better I'm a, I'm a good luck Okay, okay. Better be good, too. Right, Justin. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rainice. Um, So I have a question on how to deal with a situation at work. So I work at a school, um, and most of the people I work with are, like, black, and most of them are also women, um, except for this one guy who's, like, 5'3", not cute, receding hairline, um, doesn't know how to dress, off. got a big gap, but he hits on like every single woman that walks through our door. So he works for the school and I work at a nonprofit, but like, it's not just that he hits on them. He like talks about how he doesn't really like girls who wear makeup. He wants his women to be natural, but all these women wear makeup and he will hit on them. And then, but like, that's a problem. But then we found out that he's on, married. Oh he's married with three kids. He only talks about one kid. His what? wife. <laughs> what? His wife is struggling with cancer. And like, he, and I, like, I kid you not, like, this is real. We had a conversation about it today before I left work. And like, how do you I, even know all of this? Facebook. Because he hits on all, like, he hits on my coworkers, like, in front He's of like, me. hey, what's up, baby? My wife has cancer? No, no, no. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, one of my coworkers came in from our, like, we have a, we work at a nonprofit, so our nonprofit's on Wall Street. 
So she came in and he was like, I noticed you don't have a ring on your finger. And we were like, okay. But then one of the women who work there go to church with him because <laughs> Brooklyn is like, Brooklyn is about this big. Because I live in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's about this big. So they, found, they saw him with his wife at the church. And everyone else at the job is just kind of like trying to keep it PC. I'm going to stop I'm, you right here. This, and this is no shade. It's no shade. I just want to point something out to you really quickly. This guy is clearly a creep, right? And he's hitting on all of these women. And so, to me, that would imply that you would like for him to not be involved in your life or space. And somehow, you have all of this information about his life. And you know all of the church tea and all of it. So, I'm just confused because... For me personally, I would be looking at somebody who's 5'3 with a gap, who's ashy or whatever horrible things you said about him. And I would simply be saying, I don't care what kind of girls you like. You are not on the market. Like, no, like, you have nothing to offer anybody for me to care. Like, please stop speaking to me. So I just feel like, you know, a lot of times we get in our own way by not just taking the simpler route, by, you know, telling somebody to fuck off and leave you alone forever. It's great story. Like, you know, I feel like you could go on forever, but at the same time, at the same time, it just feels very simple. Like, you could just be like, please, girl, leave me alone. And in fact, like, this is inappropriate in the work environment, so you should really check yourself because you could lose your job out here playing the game. And then who's going to pay for your wife's medical bills? Um, agreed. <laughs> so... Did that answer your question? Is that a yes? Um, this is actually going to be the last question, I believe. Thank you all so much so far that have asked. I understand. I'm so sorry. Young lady, what's your name and what's your question? Wait, are you serious? I'm just going by the text, okay? This is my job. Oh, you got... Oh, we got told to wrap it up? Yeah. Oh, right, damn. So, so what's your name and what's your question? My name is Rama Sorry, from College Rama. Park. And woo, UMD, fear the turtle. But um, so I had a question. So I have a lot of male friends, and they're just always asking me, um, a lot of gay male friends, and those, would you care, would you be a surrogate for me and my partner and this and that? And it, it's always like, it's such a invasive kind of personal question, but we're that close, you can ask me that, but I'm just like, the answer is no. But then it comes off so insensitive and jerky, and I'm originally West African, first generation, all day, you know, dialects and all. So it's just like, I can just imagine, like, explain that to my mom, it's like, you are carrying a man's baby. Wow, <laughs> did not even yeah. have sex <laughs> you know? Are you stupid? Have you gone mad? You know, so I'm just like, <laughs> How do I tell you, no. So I was just wondering, Crystal, you know, would oh, you ever be a surrogate for someone? And how would you kindly tell them, no? I don't know why the devil put this question on your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first of all, no one has come to me with that because I feel like they already know <laughs> that the answer is no. I'm not about to grow 
gestate no whole ass human being for you, my nigga. Like, I understand y'all want to have a kid and that's cool. Science can do all kind of things. That's great. However, my first pregnancy is definitely not going to be for somebody else. I don't even think they let you do that. And secondly, I just don't want to. Like, the fact that you don't want to and you want to keep your uterus for yourself and not share it with other people is perfectly fine. Like, you shouldn't feel guilty about saying, no, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to find another human incubator to help you complete this project. Like, it just won't be me. If y'all are that close to friends and... Oh, okay. If y'all are that close, then they should understand that that's a really personal question and a really, that's a monumental sacrifice to ask of a woman. Because it's not like, oh, you just get pregnant and you just go on about your day and nothing changes. Your whole fucking life gets fucked up. Do you know, I'm sure y'all do know, but babies be like cracking your hips open and oh my God, stretching your shit all out and your stomach take months to go back down and shit. I can't, I can't. I'm not... I'm sorry, no, I don't see me doing that for funsies, so. Not for something I only get to keep afterwards, like if I go through all that shit, whatever I give birth to, it's coming home with me <laughs> until I'm done, so. Did you hear like, that, Vince? It's actually <laughs> Okay, that was rude. Oh, like, that was, that my was, God. That was not nice. Father God. Well, Vince, I did not know that was for you. He wanted me to come ask your opinion. Oh, why? Okay, I was gonna say I might have said it a little bit sweeter had I known you was basically talking about your friend right here in the audience. But no, that's a lot of fucking work. You're gonna have to hire somebody. That's just one of those things that a person can't really be upset at you saying no to because you. It's. Like, how could you be upset if somebody didn't want to do that? You know what I'm saying? It's just something you got to take on the chin. So you shouldn't even be uncomfortable to calmly be like, oh, no, thanks. I won't be doing that. <laughs> there are whole entire places that you can go to with lists of women who are ready to who will do it for you. I'm sure it's not free. But... Oh, no, it's very expensive. And I see why they would ask a friend instead. But no, girl. I wouldn't do it for free. <laughs> like, we could be home ease. <laughs> I'm going to grow a whole ass nigga inside of my goddamn body (laughs) and have him eat what I'm eating and make me tired and make my feet swole up and my face is fat and my back hurt and I got to sleep on my side. And then they have to pull this nigga out of my goddamn birth canal and sew me back together. (laughs) And then this bitch just told me that some women have to go home with pads because their vaginas and stuff are bleeding all over the place for days. (laughs) After the whole process, you should shit on yourself they gotta sew you back up like I'm not doing that for you to just be to hear <laughs> best friends for life go best friend that's my best friend you bet no no ain't <laughs> but good luck to you <laughs> thank you sir and you ma'am all right. Sorry to those of you who didn't get to ask questions. Yeah. Sorry that you had sorry. to stand up I here think on we're your running out of time. two whole feet for no goddamn reason. <laughs> running blood pressure all up and through your goddamn toes for nothing. <laughs> sorry about that. But thank you so much to everybody who did get up and ask a question. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. 
Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Now we're going to move on to the read portion of the show. Kifir, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I think mine might be short. So this is all that I want to say. I think that it's about time. I don't know if I've said this before on the show, but if I have, oh, well, I'm saying it again. I think that um, there's... And real big issue, I think, within the gay community and outside of the gay community when it comes to the, I guess, the idea of being a feminine gay man. <laughs> yes. Um, I've wanted to talk about homophobia in the homosexual community for a long time. I think that it's like... It's a really, it's a long conversation. It's almost like the DL shit to me where I feel like I could sit here literally for hours and talk about all of the layers behind it. But yet, no, girl, I'm not doing the goddamn video. Like, I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And it's just like, whatever. (laughs) Um, But yes, I do think that, I think that we, it's time for us to stop acting like there's something wrong with you, with a man being effeminate or like that makes you less of a man or anything else. Like I just, I don't understand it, especially coming from other gay people. It doesn't make any sense to me. It actually is very harmful because a lot of you are missing the fact that when a lot of ignorant, straight, homophobic people uh, look at gay men, that's like the issue that they have. You know what I'm saying? They'll even say to some guys who are like more masculine, if they find out that they're gay, they'll be like, oh, I would have never known. You don't act like a gay person to me. Like you the cool kind of gay person. Like if you're going to be gay, I feel like it don't make no sense to be wearing all that makeup and doing drag shit and all that, like that sissy fag shit or whatever. Like, doesn't make any sense. People are out here living their life. Please keep in mind, I'm not talking about dating. Like, I'm not talking about trying to get chose or whatever, because quiet as it may be kept, the fam cunts out here be pulling niggas that'll whoop you and your boyfriend ass. So... Okay, the fanboys be out here with the at real actual trade. They will kill you, your partner, and go right back to prison for it and death the homie. It's like, yep, I'm back. So, 
and Queen is going to be going down for visitation, putting money on books. So it's not even like, as far as the gay, you may think that feminine gay men aren't out here pulling, but they bag them and they keep it real cut and quiet because bitch, oh well, more for me. I'm just talking about like a respect thing. I think that like, if you really get deep into the issue, there's just this idea that femininity femininity equals weakness. And it's not even just within the gay community. It's as far as just being female, period. Like actual women, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, how you look, what you've been through. People will just treat you like you're less than or you're secondary to a man and to masculinity. And so they treat men the same. What they tr- Men, it's... Act- I feel like that's the reason why it's worse because you're treated like, oh, well, you're a man, so you should be doing this and this is what a man is supposed to be and this is, you know, what makes you rah, 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 rah. I still have a dick between my legs and I will beat your motherfucking ass if you run up. So I don't understand what we're talking about. Like, what what are we doing? What are we, what are we talking about? You ain't gonna whoop my ass. You understand what I'm saying? I'll take your daddy. Like... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know, I can't really sit here and just go back and forth in terms of like straight people. I feel like a lot of people just decide to be ignorant because, oh, hey, girl. (laughs) Charlotte's Web and things. Um, (laughs) I think a lot of people just choose to be ignorant because it means that they don't have to do too much thinking. A lot of people are just very allergic to like knowledge. Um, and it makes them uncomfortable to like learn things and realize that they didn't know something or realize that they went their whole life being wrong about some shit. So they'd rather just not at, at all involve themselves in anything that makes sense. So for straight people who still in 2016 trying to be homophobic, girl, you should probably Google the Kinsey scale and figure out where you land on that bitch, honey, because you <laughs> probably ain't where you think you are. But Google it. Google it. It's, you know, vital information for your everyday life. Um, but as far as fellow gay men are concerned, think twice before you out here on Jack talk about no fats and femmes, honey. Because... These niggas out here that you want to bag that look like whatever rapper and carry themselves around like trade and you love them because they thug this and they remind you of straight niggas. That whole image that you're involved with, them niggas that are actually out there in the street look at you like you're a punk and they would probably beat your ass in an alley if they had the chance to. Like, I don't understand why. You are like, it's another thing like when I say that like how hurt people hurt people and so like we are almost conditioned at this point to just be like, well, this is the idea of what, you know, a man should be. This is what, you know, a gay man should look like and how he should behave in order for me to be left alone. If I put on this, these new era shorts and this goddamn whatever, and I, you know, lower my voice and I talk about future and I'll be like, yeah, bro, what up? You know, I'm just in here working on games, my nigga. Like, it's just so like... (laughs) It's so depressing to see one of my fellow cunt girls. I don't even know where I fall in terms of the whole masculinity, feminine thing, because I just don't care. I'm just trying to be me. If you consider me to be feminine, masculine, whatever, okay, girl, again, you ain't gonna whoop my ass, and you ain't gonna stop my hoeing. So, (laughs) most importantly, 
you can't stop my mu- my money. Like you, okay, have at it, honey. Call me what you want to. I don't give a fuck about that. I just think that it's very dangerous and it's very ignorant as fuck for you to be treating other gay people just simply living their life like it's something wrong with them because they're feminine. It ain't nothing wrong with being feminine, period. Your mama's fucking feminine, bitch, and she's the reason that you're here right now, ho. So the next time that you see one of my gay boys beating their face or doing whatever it is, wearing a a smooth Jeffrey Campbell heel to the club... Doing whatever, living their God, let them live their life. You have to just get to a point. Gay people, fat people, tall people, short people, skinny people, black people, people with freckles, whatever. Like, just, okay, girl, you different, and that affects me in zero way. It doesn't affect me at all. I still have to pay this rent on the first of the month. They don't want to hear no questions. They don't want any kind of commentary. I can't come to them and say, well, I spent all my time at True Religion trying to get jeans (laughs) so that the niggas would like me on Instagram. Like, they don't give a fuck about that. They want their money. So I can't be worried about what you're doing. Respect one another. At the end of the day, it's still niggas out here who want us to be dead, who telling us what bathroom we can and can't go to, who are trying to tell us why we can't get married, who what kids we can and can't have, why we going to hell and why their lives better than us and they way more holy than we are, bitch, because, you know, socket and plug and whatever, like... Still to this day, and you're trying to fit this mold because you're afraid. You get everybody know you gay, and you're still trying to fit into this mold that makes you the good kind of gay instead of just being who you are and not giving a fuck about what anybody thinks about you. I'm tired of telling you niggas that you can be confident and let your confidence be completely independent of another bitch opinion. If they can't stop your hustle or your hoeing bitch, then do you. But even if you can't, you better leave me alone, bitch. Get out of my mother fucking face because I have no intention on changing for any motherfucking body. I like RuPaul's Drag Race and Trick Daddy, bitch. Okay. You got to put you can't stop my hoeing on a button or a duffel bag or something. Because you can't. Like, if I'm committed to it, bitch, what are you going to do? I'm still going to pull a nigga if I want one, bitch. I don't give a fuck what you motherfucker think about it. So eat a dick. <laughs> I could be cut and ride through the motherfucker pork and bean projects, bitch. Can you? Because they know me in them streets. You done. I'm done. Okay. So, my read this week goes out to Gene Simmons, a bitch. You may know him from the band Kiss. Um, And when Prince died, Gene Simmons was doing an interview with Newsweek, and they asked him about Prince. And at first, he was very kind, you know. Prince was an amazing musician, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. However, Prince killed himself with this drug and alcohol addiction, and... David Bowie's death was sad, but Prince's was deliberate. And, right, talking all this shit about Prince, like, maybe three days after he had died. And I'm not going to say that it, like, 
immediately incensed me because at first I was like, okay, first of all, Gene Simmons is one old ass motherfucker. And I understand that he may know what he's talking about as far as like classic rock and roll and shit like that is concerned. But just because you are very knowledgeable in one subject does not mean you should open your fucking mouth about the other one. Now, you don't have any idea, especially not at that point, of how Prince died or anything else. So what you should have done was just say, Prince was an amazing musician. I thought he was fantastic. His loss will be sorely missed. And that would have been the end of it. But no, you had to open your mouth and start talking about a subject you didn't know shit about and then put your foot in it. Now he and his bandmates and his wife and all these other people have been running back and forth. White people arguing on Twitter with this man about this shit and all this. I'm like, okay. I was going to let it go until I actually looked up the entire Newsweek interview and seen this nigga mention Beyonce's name. Child, not once but twice. Now Prince was bad enough, but Prince is gone, so I was going to let it go. However, Beyonce is still here. And at first, again, it was something very kind and generic. And then he says, well, a lot of these girls are out here lying to people and like J-Lo or Beyonce, if you're charging $150 for a concert ticket, then you need to tell people that 50% of this show is fake and I'm not really singing and I'm not using any live instrumentation. So you don't have no business spit, uh, charging people that kind of money to go to a concert. Now, that made me stand smooth straight the fuck up. Because first of all, Jennifer Lopez, you know, legend though she may be on the six, is no one's Beyonce. No one's Beyonce. So the fact that you decided to group Beyonce and J-Lo in the same sentence and compare them as if they are on similar levels lets me further know that you are talking about a subject you don't know shit about. Talking about, oh, well, Beyonce ain't got no business charging $150. First of all, $150 is a cheap seat to a Beyonce concert, bitch. First of all, I fucking wish you could get in the pit for $150, bitch. More like a thousand. Secondly, Beyonce been using a whole ass live band, live singers in her shows for how long now? How many different tours has Beyonce been on in the past five years with live music on them? Again, you are talking about something you don't know shit about because had you been to a Beyonce concert, you would know that whatever bullshit standards you have set up, she far exceeds them. She is using live music, using real backup singers, using her own real ass voice. So again, what's the problem with her charging whatever the fuck she wants to for tickets to her own fucking concert? But my biggest issue with this shit is that white people love to act like black people are so much worse for doing the exact same shit that white people do all the time. Like, I'm sorry, because I'm losing my voice and I'm so ill, but for you to compare David Bowie and Prince in that way to insinuate that one's death was sad and the other one was preventable and ridiculous because it all could have been avoided, it's just such racist bullshit. That's just, especially when you don't even know the cause of death, that's just straight up you being racist and dumb and happy in your ignorance. You talking about Beyonce ain't got no business? Keep Beyonce out your fucking mouth when you don't know what the fuck you talking about. This black woman been in the game for 16, 17 years and has made her way up to being the top pop artist. Fuck that. The top artist globally, period. Nobody shits on Beyonce. Nobody touches the hem of her garment. So shut the fuck up. So shut the fuck up 
when it comes time to talking about Beyonce. Now, I don't know what J-Lo is doing in her concerts, because I don't believe there's been a J-Lo show since 2006, but I'm sure if there is, it's a whole bunch of backing tracks and bitches in Louboutins not really doing nothing. That's none of my business, because I don't pay money to see raggedy assholes that should have sat down 10 years ago. No shade, but she's no Beyonce. So Gene Simmons, sweetie, I'm proud of you for staying around for this long. I certainly thought you had already clocked out of this mortal coil. But from here on out, I'm going to need you to keep your opinions where they have some sense. Keep your opinions to shit that you know what the fuck you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, it's perfectly fine to say, I don't know enough about this subject and keep on fucking moving. Don't run your mouth and then embarrass yourself. And that's my read. So shout out to you, Baltimore, for coming out to the read live. First time here. Baltimore. First time in Baltimore. You're a great crowd. It has been an You're amazing evening. Animated and uh, very fun. fun. Do and we have an acronym so to, uh, to bless the kids with? <laughs> I will just say um, don't get married young. Um, tell niggas to leave you alone. Log off uh, and mind your business and eat chicken and be merry. Thank you so much, Baltimore, for our very first show here. You were amazing. And we'll see y'all next time. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.